Hello and welcome. Thanks for listening to the Embodied Astrology Horoscopes for Cancer Season in 2019. My name is Renee. I'm a consulting astrologer and somatic intuitive. These horoscopes are meant to aid you in your healing, assist you in your expansion, and help connect you with your intuition and highest self. As you listen, please listen with an open mind and appreciate the symbols and suggestions. Take what works for you, leave the rest. Remember that these horoscopes are describing general energy for each sign. It's up to you to get specific. I suggest that you listen to the horoscope for your sun and your rising sign. Your sun sign is what you tell people when they ask, what's your sign? It has to do with the time of year you were born. Your rising sign has to do with the time of day you were born in the place you were born. If you know your birth information, you can find out what your rising sign is by getting a free natal chart on my website, embodiedastrology.com, in the horoscope section. If you enjoy your horoscope, please also take a listen to Embodied Astrology for Cancer Season. In this episode, I'll take you on a tour of cancer's zodiacal energy through our bodies, hearts, minds, relationships, and the world at large. Everyone has every sign in their chart, and cancer represents amazing and important energy for each of us. You can find the Cancer Season episode linked in the show notes from my website or as a separate track on your favorite listening platform. All of my audio horoscopes, guided meditations, and podcasts are offered for free. If this work benefits you in your life, please consider making a one-time or recurring donation to help keep it going. Recurring monthly donations can be made at any amount and will grant you access to my expanded monthly reports. These reports are 15 to 20 pages that outline the upcoming month's most important planetary aspects and lunar cycles and offer suggestions for how to work most effectively with this astrological energy. If financial contributions aren't possible for you at this time, the number one way you can support this work is by sharing it with your family, friends, and networks. Finally, I want to add a special announcement for any of you who are ready to dive deeper with embodied astrology in your life. This autumn from September 28th through October 2nd, I'm offering a very special retreat in Southern Washington. We're going to be exploring the expansive potential and personal manifestation power of Jupiter and Capricorn. This is a year-long transit, which goes from December 2019 through December 2020. This three-day retreat includes daily movement, meditation, art, writing, and astrology classes where you'll learn how to work with your own chart. And you'll still have time for long walks on the beach, hot saunas, and good company. Get more information at embodiedastrology.com in the play and learn section under live events. Thanks so much for tuning in, everyone. Now, on to your horoscopes. Hello Pisces, thanks for listening. This is your audio horoscope and month ahead forecast for cancer season. Cancer season extends between June 21st and July 22nd. This is the time of year when the sun is radiating the light of cancer and shining this light upon the earth, stimulating uh, the cancer-ruled astrological body uh, parts and corresponding emotional reactions, responses, and behaviors. Please make sure to listen to Embodied Astrology for Cancer Season to understand more about how the zodiacal energy of cancer works in your body and works in the world. Um, This report gives you some skills and tools and ideas to apply uh, with everything that I'm about to talk about over the upcoming month. So for you, as a fellow water sign, cancer is a very personal energy. And in the Pisces solar chart, cancer holds the solar fifth house. 
This is the place of your personal expression, how you are unique in the world, what it is that you uniquely have to offer and to express. This is the place of your um, creativity, your joy, your passion, your playfulness, your inner child. And if you're a parent or a parent figure, also your children. The sun entering this part of the chart brings more emphasis and awareness to these themes, and the sun illuminates some other planetary energy that is already in Cancer. Since last summer, the eclipses have happened in uh, July and August in the Cancer season. So we have the North Node, which is one of the eclipse points in Cancer. Uh, For the last month and a half or so, the planet Mars has been in Cancer, and for the last few weeks, the planet Mercury has been in Cancer. Wherever Mars is, it brings action, it brings more excitement, it brings drive, it brings desire. It can also bring aggression or confrontation. Wherever Mercury is, it's bringing communication, it's bringing thought, it's bringing mental activity and exchange and the need to use language, and uh, this is both the language of thought and the language that we're sharing with others. So there's a lot of activity in the part of your chart that has to do with personal expression. And this is the part of the chart that's most stimulated over the course of the next month, as well as the opposite place in the chart. Um, The opposite sign of Cancer is Capricorn, and the opposite place in the chart is the 11th house. Capricorn and Cancer are an axis of emotion and containment. Capricorn is a sign that encourages us to be mature, responsible, sometimes not emotional, to really kind of uphold ourselves with some degree of refinement and discipline. The 11th house in your chart has to do with the future outcomes of your creative projects, with your larger social networks, and with the idea of your influence and emphasis kind of rippling out around you and into a larger social whole and into future effect. So as I talk now about your month ahead, um, these parts of the chart are going to get mentioned a number of times. And again, this is the main theme in the chart. However, as we enter cancer season, the first couple of days, um, especially on June 23rd and 24th, Venus is what's making aspects and Venus is currently in Gemini. This is your solar fourth house of home and family. Venus will make a few hard aspects in opposition to Jupiter an in conjunct to Saturn and a square to Neptune in your sign of Pisces. Some themes uh, for these couple of days could include an awareness of how you are evolving, kind of who you are in the world right now, and what this means for your path and also for your home and for your family. So Venus is, as I mentioned, currently traveling through the, the fourth house of home and family. And there might be a lot of ideas right now about how you want to relate in this part of your life. Home and family are just as much concepts and metaphors or symbolism as they are actual things. And so please listen for the symbolism, but also this may very much have to do literally with the people you live with, with your family of origin or with your actual homes. 
There is a desire right now for your energy to grow out, to get bigger, to go off on some kind of adventure. How you balance this need with your home life is what's in question. And you're in a space right now of evolution. Um, with Neptune in your sign, there's a, a big need for expansion right now of your own ideas of who you are and what it is that you want to be expressing. Again, how you're relating to your inner child, to your need to express, to your need to be creative, but also just who you are as a being. You're in a state of a lot of change. And your home is a place that you anchor, but it's also sometimes a place that um, anchors you. And the, the sentiment right now is you, you want to be growing in some way. And this may have something to do with your home or a way that you're engaging with home and family, or it may be really like needing to, to get out, to spread your wings, to feel a little bit more space. But how you do that is going to be something that you're probably mulling over for the first couple of days of cancer season. And then as we get into um, the 26th and the 28th, uh, you're maybe starting to think a little bit more in terms of practicality, schedule, logistics. Mercury moves into Leo on June 26th, and on June 28th, Mercury begins what's called its storm. This is the period of time before the retrograde. Mercury will turn retrograde at four degrees of Leo on July 7th. And uh, between July 7th and August 2nd, Mercury will travel back into the late degrees of Cancer. This part of your chart is the place where your creative projects, where your personal expression, your, your kind of liveliness and, and joy and enthusiasm meet the practical nature of your day-to-day -day and your schedule and how you're living your life. All of us, I think, probably most of us, want to live our lives doing the things that we love. And we also have to be useful in the world and we have to figure out how to um, get our needs met. So the practical concerns and how they relate to fun and to your personal expression, to your kind of uh, growing enthusiasm for some kind of, of creative project or expansion of yourself. Um, if you are a parent, I, I should say also that the fifth house has... Um, or I think I mentioned this, has association to children and to your inner child. But in the sixth house, we go to work. We figure out how to sustain ourselves. We get practical. We figure out what's useful, etc. So during Mercury's retrograde, you're figuring something out. If there are creative projects that you're trying to figure out how to get off the ground, if you're trying to form a bridge or um, transition into some new period of your life if your children are in a state of growth and they're trying to um, assume more responsibility or if you're wanting them to assume more responsibility this period of time is going to be a time when you're negotiating but also it's not really a time when answers are arising Mercury retrograde is always a time to practice the RE words, remain, reflect, revise, redefine. During this, this cycle, July 7th through August 2nd, um, 
Don't make big decisions if you possibly can. Consider the decisions, look at them from all angles, reflect on what it is that you really want, but you may not have all the information that you need in order to move forward. If you're already in process with something, feel free to move ahead. But as always with Mercury retrograde, and this probably isn't a bad idea for the rest of the time either, be mindful, make sure you have information, make sure you are being as considerate and careful as you possibly can. And if possible, if you are making decisions or signing contracts or making purchases that are important, get as much leniency as you can. Ask for the option to change your mind later because it's quite possible that you will want to. On July 2nd, there's a solar eclipse and new moon at 10 degrees of Cancer. Again, this is in your solar fifth house. This is the place of your creative energy, your childlike joy, and your children. A new moon is always a time for new beginnings, and an eclipse supercharges a lunation cycle. So we have a new beginning right now that could propel you into the next decade of your life. Consider your joy. Consider your vital energy. What is it that fills your heart? When and where and how do you feel your most centered, your most authentic, your most expanded? Commit to making space and time for whatever this is, for however this is, and um, nourishing this part of yourself with as much care as you possibly can. Cancer is a sign that asks us to nourish and to nurture and to include. We want to protect and make space for what is sacred to us and um, what we love dearly. Right now, what you love dearly is your childlike essence, your joy, your passion, your enthusiasm, and your children if you have them. So this is a new moon to really think about what you want to grow in these themes in this area of your life. Particularly, um, this is emphasized with Venus coming into Cancer on July 3rd. Venus will transit the sign through the end of the month on July 29th. Wherever Venus is, it brings beauty, it brings magnetism, it brings attractiveness and love. Venus in this part of your chart encourages you to attend to your joy, to do what it is that makes you happy, to shower love upon your children, to encourage them to be their authentic selves, etc. On July 8th and 9th, we have a number of different aspects, and these aspects all bring a fair amount of energy with them. On the 8th, Mercury and Mars are conjunct in the early degrees of Leo. Chiron also stations retrograde that day, and it will travel retrograde through Aries until mid-December. There are several aspects that Venus and the Sun both make in Cancer um, across the zodiac to planets in Capricorn and Pisces especially um, on the 8th and the 9th. And also on the 9th, we have the second quarter square, um, the half-circle moon in the sign Libra. On the 8th and the 9th, it's particularly advised for you to move slowly. This is right in the middle of Mercury's retrograde. There's a lot to be considering. The aspects that are being made um, bring a lot of energy into these parts of your chart that have to do with your expression, but also with your application, with uh, your jobs, with your tasks, with your duties, and how you are subsisting through your life. 
Chiron retrograde is in, uh, it's stimulating the part of your chart that has to do with your values, your value systems, but also your personal wealth and your resources. Chiron is a healing influence. And one of the ways that I can, um, interpret this is that the more you recognize what it is that is really bringing you joy, that's really bringing you happiness and that you commit to it, the more your value systems can adjust and the more you will then find ways to attract value and resource into your life that is harmonizing with your true desires and with your heart. Um, for some of you, this is a time when you may really want to consider your money and how you're using your money and where the energy of your money is either coming from and going towards. If you're a person who has money to invest, um, definitely consider investing in sustainability, investing in causes that are healing. Chiron is a healing force and it heals through psychological awareness as it moves through your house of money and resources. It's definitely important for you to be aware of how you're relating to issues of security and finance and yeah, how you're using this energy and how this energy is now rippling out into the world through you. On July 16th, there is a full moon and lunar eclipse in Capricorn. Capricorn uh, is the opposite sign of cancer. As I mentioned, it is uh, the ruler of your solar 11th house. The lunar eclipse is conjunct to the south node and very close to Saturn and Pluto. And Saturn and Pluto have been moving through Capricorn quite close to one another all of 2019. This aspect suggests a retraction and also a reckoning of some kind. The south node is encouraging us to let go and to release of old and outdated ideas. Again, this part of your chart has to do with the larger influences and impact of your creative energy, your hopes, your fears, your worries for the future, and also your um, larger social circles, your networks. It's important for you right now that you are socializing and networking with people who are in, in integrity. Um, these are people who are not flamboyant. They're not um, fakers. You want to be around people who you really resonate with, who you can trust, who are going to be accountable, and who are also going to ask for accountability from you. You want responsibility and commitment in your relationships. You don't need a ton of friends, but you do need friends that you can count on right now. The south node in this part of your chart suggests some kind of releasing of um, social status. So if there are ideas that you've had about, oh, this is how I'm going to be in the future. This is the thing that I'm striving for. Those ideas perhaps are outdated. Perhaps they're anchored or rooted in some kind of notion of yourself that actually isn't that aligned to who you are right now. You want to be including your heart more and more. You want to be including your joy and your joyful expression. At this full moon, there's an opportunity for you to reflect on how you express this joy out into the world and what it is or where it is that perhaps impediments to your joy exist. Those are the places to work on letting go. On the last day of cancer season, um, there's an opposition between Venus in cancer and Pluto in Capricorn. Uh, Pluto and Capricorn that emphasizes this theme that I was just talking about. Transformation is the name of the game in your social circles and in the idea of your place and the, the future of things. Um, 
you're ready for a new chapter in your life is, is the sense that I get. And this chapter is going to have to begin with your authenticity, with your joy. You cannot function from outdated expectations for yourself. You can't function from shoulds or um, notions of duty and responsibility that aren't really aligned for you right now. Now, you obviously need to do this in a way that is responsible and that's caring, especially for your children if you have them, and that also encourages your children to think responsibly for themselves. But it is quite important for you right now to be in a space of listening and recognizing that sustainability um, is something that you can come back to every day. And so if there's a feeling of forcing yourself into something, uh, that, that feeling is going to probably drive you to make some big changes over the course of the summer. And around these eclipses are times when a lot of change can happen. Eclipses are known for bringing quite um, significant change into our lives. So notice, notice what comes up. Um, if you're getting a clue that something needs to change, it's generally better for you to make those changes yourself than to wait for the universe to do it for you. Um, you usually have a better idea of what it is that you want. And sometimes if we kind of wait on it and put it off for too long, um, the universal forces, you know, just they act for us. They do something that might feel a little bit like not quite what we wanted. So listen deeply. What is it that you want for your future? How do you want to be expressing yourself? When do you feel the most alive? These are the places to really encourage and lean into right now. Um, as we go through the month, make sure to check back in with Embodied Astrology around the new and the full moons. On July 2nd, we have a new moon and lunar eclipse in Cancer. And again, on the 16th, there is a full moon um, and eclipse in Capricorn. So I'll be releasing podcasts and meditations or rituals for those eclipses, working with that energy and giving you a little bit more information about their astrological significance. So stay up to date with me there. That's what I have for you for now, my friend. I hope that this horoscope is useful for you. I'm wishing you all the best in cancer season. Bye for now.